Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Cecil Peters, and I am here to walk you through today's nine games as we enter the final few weeks before the NHL playoffs start. Before we get started, if you could please give the show a like and subscribe wherever you are watching or listening to it. And if you are on YouTube, please leave me a comment with your favorite bet from tonight's games. With nine games on the slate, we will just get right into it. First game on the night is in Columbus. We have the New York Islanders. As I record this the day before, they are minus 130 on DraftKings Sportsbook at the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are plus 110. Both of these teams have kind of run out of times and games remaining to make a run at the playoffs, but they don't sit in that bottom group of teams at the Eastern Conference, so they're kind of in that middle zone. They weren't quite good enough to make the playoffs this year, but they're not bad enough to be some of those teams that we pick, pick on and make money off of every single game. So it should be a pretty competitive game between those two. Islanders lost both of their games over the weekend, but both were against pretty strong opponents in Boston and Tampa. Columbus also lost twice over the weekend, both of those games going into overtime, but eventually losing to both the Wild and the Jets. Top line for the Islanders remains pretty hot. Brock Nelson scored again in his last game. Him and Anders Lee are scoring a ton. Offense goes three lines deep with the Islanders. Matthew Barzell, JP Peugeot setting the second and third line. So they got a nice deep offense. I think they will use that to their advantage against Columbus. Columbus not getting scoring from Patrick Laine right now. As noted many times on the show, when he is hot, he is red hot. But when he is cold, he cools off for a bit. Hasn't scored in three games. I don't see him scoring here again. Islanders have the goaltending advantage. Blue Jackets are at home, but with their injuries, with Patrick Laine not scoring right now, have to lean to the New York Islanders in this one. Next game is in Montreal or in Florida. Montreal Canadiens plus 300 at Florida. The Panthers are minus 390. Heavy, heavy home favorites in this one. One thing to look for, and you're gonna, we're going to be going over this a bunch as the season kind of rolls to an end here, is these heavy underdog teams, usually young teams, are out of the playoffs, trade deadlines over, so they're all playing loose. A bunch of them, usually they're young teams that are bad, so young players, not a lot of pressure on them. They're just playing fast, loose hockey. You see it with Chicago, you see it with Buffalo, you see it a bit with Montreal. They can play the role spoiler a ton near the end of the season, so it's a great time to make some money on these big underdogs. Montreal played spoiler on the weekend themselves, beating the Leafs on Saturday, sandwiched by a shootout loss to New Jersey on Sunday, and then a loss to these Panthers a couple of games before that. And overall, they've been outplayed their last six games, but they got Jake Allen back in net. He's playing really well. They're just scoring. They're finding ways to get games close. At the end of games, they're scoring. They ended up tying the game against New Jersey in the last minute last time. So despite the poor overall play, the team's playing well. They're full of confidence with Jake Allen and net. So at plus 300, assuming Jake Allen starts, I am tempted to go there. It is a big number. Bets like this aren't going to hit all that often, but they usually hit enough to be profitable in the long run. Florida hasn't been great lately. I didn't like their game in their 5-2 loss to Toronto on Sunday. Didn't love their game in a loss to Ottawa. They played well against Montreal, but even that, they barely won the game a few nights ago. So great matchup to get a big plus money underdog here with the Montreal Canadiens. Next game of the night is in Pittsburgh. We have the New York Rangers coming into Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh followed up a couple bad games by blowing out the Detroit Red Wings, scoring 11 goals. First team since 2003 to get more than 10 in a game. Now they're back at home. They have a chance to take on a Ranger squad that actually just beat them 5-1 to one a few nights back. So 
all the offensive players on the or on the Pittsburgh Penguins will be brimming with confidence. So it's going to take an exceptional effort and Igor Shesterkin-like performance in net for the New York Rangers to win this game. Luckily for them, their goaltender happens to be Igor Shesterkin. So a ceiling win or a ceiling game from him is always in play. They're never out of it at plus 140. Pretty good odds considering their record. I do think Pittsburgh outplays them badly in this. I want to bet on the Pens, but minus 160 is a pretty fair number. So I think at the current odds, I will just stay away. If I'm looking at props, I don't like taking to score props against the Rangers, especially with Shesterkin in net. Frank Vitrano and Alexis Lafreniere for the Rangers. They've both been scoring. Vitrano's been bumped onto that top line. He scored three goals in his past two games. Lafreniere has a couple in his he actually got bumped off the top line onto the third line, but it moved him into his more comfortable left wing spot and he scored in that spot. So I assume they keep those lines together. Those are two guys I would be looking at for a to score prop in this one. Next game on the night, ton of really strong games between really good teams, good division rivals on the night. Just had that one Pittsburgh and New York. We also have one in Tampa Bay, the Carolina Hurricanes plus 115 in Tampa. Tampa Bay minus 140. Carolina beat Tampa a few games ago in Carolina. Tampa was kind of on the tail end of a slump there. I think they get their revenge at home here. Even at minus 140, I'm happy to back the Lightning. They're a really, really good team. They had a bad stretch, and they seemingly bounced out of it. Overtime win over Detroit. A nice big win over the Islanders on the weekend. They just, they look really good. They've balanced their lines, or they've actually, the opposite of balance. They've really loaded up the top line with Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, and Nikita Kucherov playing together. That led them to their win over Detroit. Those guys were on fire in the third period, eventually tying the game and sending it into overtime. Carolina with a big 7-2 win over the St. Louis Blues as well. They play in Washington the night before this, so it's the second half of a back-to-back -back game for Carolina. Vasilevsky starting to play really good in net, only allowing one goal to the New York Islanders. So I just don't think that Tampa Bay is a team that you're going to beat very often now. They're seemingly getting into playoff mode. We know what happens when the Tampa Bay Lightning get into playoff mode. Their lines are starting to get figured out with the new additions. Like I say, that top-heavy first line, Braden Point centering that one. We have Anthony Sorelli on the second line, Nick Paul, Ross Colton on the third line. So they got a good balance. Their fourth line's been really well, playing really well for them all year. So Victor Hedman's the guy I'm going to in this one for shots and props, to, or for shots and goal props. Took a ton of shots against the Islanders and scored. He's got, I think, 20 on the year now, maybe 19. So he's really close to that 20 goal mark, which is impressive for a defenseman. Him to score, him to go over his shots, and Tampa Bay to win are my leans in this game. Next game is a big Atlantic Division matchup. Toronto plus 105, Boston minus 125. The game is in Boston. Huge game. Both teams tied for third in the Atlantic right behind the Tampa Bay Lightning. With only a few games left in the regular season, they are both kind of angling to stay ahead of each other. Toronto beat Florida on Sunday night, but that was after a stinker of a loss to Montreal the night before. Wasn't overly impressed with them in either game. The power play was strong and got them the win against Florida, but aside from that, really didn't love the play of the top line. Austin Matthews ended up scoring a goal, but that was late in the game empty netter with 0.4 seconds left so didn't love the play of the top line and now they're coming into Boston playing against Patrice Bergeron's line they'll get that matchup all night if they end up seeing each other in the playoffs which seems quite likely if they're either the two three seeds they'll see each other in the first round if they're both lucky enough to make it out of the first round they could see each other in the second round so could be a potential playoff preview Patrice Bergeron you know what you're going to get from him he's going to try to shut down your opponent's top line I don't see Matthews getting much room at 5-on-5, five five, so they'll have to do their damage on the power play. The refs put their whistles away. 
this will be a game for the Boston Bruins to win. After watching the last couple games, I really have to lean to Boston. Don't love what Toronto's been doing, and I know exactly what I'm getting from Boston. I know how they're going to play, and David Pasternak's been scoring lately. He gets on little hot streaks all the time, so with him on a hot streak, I expect him to score, and I expect the Boston Bruins to win this game over the Leafs. Next game is a rare uh, East versus West conference game for this late in the season, the Philadelphia Flyers. Ending, we're getting close to the end of a road trip against the Minnesota Wild. Philly started hot, but ended up losing late to Nashville on Sunday. They also lost to Colorado a couple nights before that. Minnesota got a nice home win over the Colorado Avalanche on Sunday, thanks to Cam Talbot, who's been really good lately. Goaltending, previously a weakness that we were picking on the Wild for, has turned into a strength. And it, honestly, it's been more due to the really strong play of Cam Talbot than it has been the great acquisition of Marc-Andre Fleury. Fleury has only played one game. Talbot's been strong. They've really given him no, the, he's given the coaches no reason to go to Marc-Andre Fleury. So against Philadelphia, I'm guessing probably Fleury gets another start, but even if it's Talbot, either goalie should be able to get the win against the Flyers' leaky defense. Kapril Kaprizov likely adds to his point totals here. On the Philly side, my only lean is Joel Farabee. He's being tried out at center over the finishing few games of the season. Uh, his shot props often at 1.5. Even if you find it at 2.5, he'll probably get nice plus money on that. He's been shooting more at center. He's been scoring, so his shot and goal props will have my money tonight as well. Next game is Ottawa in Nashville. Ottawa should keep making runs at playing spoiler down the stretch run here. Another great chance for them to do so, although at plus 185, I don't think I can do it. I think I need probably plus 200 to pull the trigger. Nashville Predators, obviously heavy favorites at minus 230. On the Ottawa side, Drake Batherson returned last game, slotted right back in on his top line spot with Josh Norris and Brady Kachuk. They look fine against Florida. It's a really tough matchup for them, and they they held their own kind of an even coursey record or an even coursey number all throughout that game. Pretty good against Florida against a team like Nashville. I don't know what the matchup will be, but I assume that they won't have to play against Ryan Johansson and Philip Forsberg and Matt Duchesne. That's the top line of the Nashville Predators. They should have their way offensively, just like the Kachuk line should have their way offensively the other way. Both lines firmly in play for me on DraftKings. Roman Yossi continues his incredible run on the back end, scoring a ton of points. It's just absurd numbers for a defenseman that he's putting up over the last 20 games or so. Nashville should win, but if Anton Forsberg gets the start for the Senators and they get to plus 200, I will place an underdog bet on the Senators to win. Other than that, probably just shot props on that top line of Nashville. And if Philip Gustafson gets the start for Ottawa, then I start to look at some goal props for the Predators as well. Next game is another great game between two of the West's best teams. Should be the game of the night, the Colorado Avalanche. This is a pick with the Calgary Flames. Colorado minus 110, Calgary at home minus 110. Both of these teams tops in their division by quite a bit and should finish the season there. Both teams expecting to go deep in the playoffs, and hopefully these two teams will meet up in the conference finals. Calgary beat them in their first matchup of the year a little while ago, and then about a week later, Colorado got their revenge, shutting Calgary out. After a busy stretch for the Flames, It was kind of, I think that was in that five games and seven days run for the Calgary Flames. Backup Dan Vladar got the start for Calgary in both of those games. This will be a different scenario here. We're at home for the Flames. Jacob Markstrom likely to get the start in this game. Colorado's lost two of their last three. They're playing fine. They're just not getting the goals. Nothing to be too concerned about. This is going to be a big game for both teams. Calgary, 
Electric performance last game, nine even strength goals and a nine to five win over Edmonton. They actually outscored the Oilers nine to two at even strength. Just got to stay out of the penalty box and they will be fine. Johnny Gaudreau had five assists. Elias Lindholm, two goals. Matthew Kachuk, two goals. Flames' entire offense is buzzing. Michael Backlund on the second line had a couple goals. So with them at home, the momentum they have from that game, I will put my money on the Calgary Flames to keep the momentum going and for them to get another statement win over a great Colorado team here. On the Colorado side, top line is always buzzing. Nazem Kadri lately has actually been playing really well as well. He scored again last game. He would be my shot prop and to score prop on the Colorado side. Last game of the night, bit of a dud to end things, the Dallas Stars in Anaheim. Dallas minus 165, Anaheim plus 135. It's just kind of a gross game to end the slate. The Ducks are struggling right now. They weren't even able to beat the Sharks the other night. Dallas hasn't been great, but they're better in almost every facet than the Ducks, especially after all the trades that the Ducks have made. When I talk about some of these teams playing spoiler down the stretch run, Anaheim doesn't fall in that category for me because they were actually one of the better teams through the first half of the year, and they've kind of just gotten worse as the season goes on. So where teams like Buffalo and Ottawa are kind of just going on a late season run, kind of getting, building some momentum for next year, Anaheim's kind of the opposite. They've been slowly declining all season long. So instead of getting up for these games, they've been used to playing important games, and now they're playing in these meaningless games. Clearly, they're just not getting up for it. The odds are fine in this game. Minus 165 on Dallas is where I would go if I had to, but it's a pretty fair line. So I will just stay away from this one. Downer to end the night, but there are a ton of great matchups on the night. We should have an elite night of hockey. Thank you as always for listening and or watching, and we will see you guys tomorrow.